welcome everybody to another episode of Can Mayonnaise Steal a Jedi Podcast. I'm your host, the Artificial Dragon. I'm Hannah. I am Kit. Alright, and I do apologize for uh, resuming the podcast. It's been several weeks and I just uh, uploaded our last podcast episode a couple of days ago, so... Happy I... late 4th of July, everybody! <laughs> exactly. At least those yeah. of us who are American. Yeah, um... Happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy late 4th of July, everybody. Currently, it's the 5th right now. Happy 5th um, of July. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, um, we're getting back into the rhythm of things with our 12th episode. It's, it's kind of hard to believe that we're at our 12th episode right now. It feels like almost... Don't you say ago. that every time? Come on. I'm being a <laughs> We're leaving you alone. Basically, we're like a season of anime. We finally finished our, our first season of anime. Our first season. Yes, because every season of anime is like 12 episodes. That is very true. And this is the end of our first season. But anyway. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. But there's still more to come, I assure you. But anyway, before I dilly-dally on a little bit. Um, so this month's Patreon art piece is the... Uh, we got a... Uh, Lovely art piece of Kamari Bosa stepping on you for the greater good. <laughs> for the greater good of the galaxy, step on me. Step on me, Kamari Bosa. <laughs> but yeah, um, just if you want to get a nice, juicy um, fan art of any Star Wars character, we upload a new one every month, um, both male and female, or a mixture of both if you're into that. Um, so yeah, just. All you have to do is uh, donate $10 to the Patreon and you have access to all of these lovely fan art. Um, you get the simp content. Things are about to get moist. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> but yeah, enough of uh, promoting the Patreon. Um, guys, you, today's episode is going to be about... It's about Ahsoka's race. Anyway. Yeah, we're going to be talking, it's Tuesday right now, and today is Tegruda Tuesday. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Much um, better than Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, yeah. Well, words afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this will be kind of a, a much shorter episode than usual, because doing all this research, there isn't a whole lot of things about the Tegruda. Exactly. I was yeah. complaining about that on my own research. And I was yeah. like, where the fuck is the content on the Tegruda? <laughs> I had to actually go off of headcanons. Yeah. But yeah, um, we will be talking about the race of Ahsoka, Shakti, um, Ahsoka being one of them, one of Kit's personal favorite characters. She so. is. She's just my favorite character. Yeah. She's we, a great character. She's yeah. a very, very good, well-written character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll explore the Tegruda race, we'll go through the intricacies of their culture, their lifestyle, and and we'll also talk about some of their more famous members and all that stuff, aside from Ahsoka and Shakti. Um, but anyway, um, the Tegruda are a humanoid race that come from the world of Shili, which is basically in the expansion region of space, which is in between... The mid-rim and the inner rim. And it's along a very popular hyperspace route called the Hydean Way. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but that's basically like the common shipping route that a lot of smugglers like to go back and forth through. 
So it's not a backwater planet like most planet. Outer Rim planets yeah. are. It's not in the Outer Rim. It's kind of close to the core. Like I said, it's between the Inner and the Mid Rim. Not exactly in the Outer Rim. But it's not exactly in the core region of space where Coruscant is. But it's still pretty close. Um, well, despite, you know, it's not exactly in the Outer Rim... It's relatively isolationist, and it has a high lack of technology because the Tegruda are basically a tribal society, and they don't like technology. They love to live among the landscape and all that. They're very nature-oriented. Yeah. Um. Hippies. <laughs> Space hippies. Space hippies. <laughs> well, you might actually have the different opinions once we get more into their culture. Um, so Shili was a temperate world with many types of terrains, such as savannas, plains, wide plains, rainforests, and mountains. Um, so it's like Earth. Yeah, essentially like Earth. Um, it also has a good amount of oceans and cities with a capital on the world called Carvalia, which is basically a trade-focused city where a lot of off-worlders go to get medicine and to give, um, you know, supplies to, to Gruda and they give them medicine in return and all that. Um, Gruda are, have an average height of around five feet to seven inches, so they're relatively tall. That's about my height. Well, they're, they're about, like, they're around human height to shorter. Yeah, around human height. And... Their natural eye colors are blue, but I think in canon they come into a, a variety of colors aside from blue. They um, come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Yeah. And they have a, a variety of skin tones such as red, white, orange, and purple with a little bit of white pigmentation all over their faces and all that. Um, um, they also have a pattern of stripes that goes down their montrails, like you see. Yeah. That, those stripes are basically a uh, natural genetic trait, which allows them to blend in into the local gla- uh, grass landscapes to hide from predators and all that. Kind of imagine like the, uh, not exactly, but like the zebra from Africa. So, wait, is their landscape just, because the zebra does not blend in, like at all. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't. I think it's because Shalee is more colorful. Yeah, it's very colorful. Like I said, it has rainforests, savannas, and white plains and all that. Um, Both the most common phenotype of the Tegruda are red and white. Um, Like Shakti? Yeah. Their average max lifespan is around 94 years old. So basically they're around the same as humans. Yeah. This is their uh, lifespan, which is really cool. Um, they remain an adult from 18 to 54, and they become middle-aged from 55 to 74. Nice. So they oh. don't have an old age. Yeah. Wait, wait. So they're teenagers from 17 to 54? No, no, no. So they remain uh, adults from 18 to 54. Okay. And then they become middle-aged from 55 to 74. And then elderly age is yeah, after 74. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, they aren't... Now, you might be wondering, are the Tegruda and the Twi'lek, they have very similar... Uh, Leku. Yeah. They're both called Leku, but they're not at all related. Um, Makes sense. Like, the Tegruda, they're... I'm just going to call them head tails because they're not... They're called both. Yeah. 
They're called Montrails. I'll get more into that in a little bit. Now, you might be asking, are the Twi'lek and the Togruta related? Not exactly, because they are in very different systems of the galaxy, like they're in the expansion region, while they're well, but to the Twi'leks, planet of Ryloth is out in the outer rim, so they are... A, that's a very large gap right there. Oh, wait until we get into the Twi'leks. Yeah. That's a whole can of worms. <laughs> but yeah, I I like to think of it as my own headcanon. Have you... Are you guys familiar with uh, with uh, Convergent Evolution? No. no. What, what is that? Uh, so basically, it's the idea of different types of animals have similar body plans. Like, for example, a bat and a pterosaur or a bird. They're not the same species, but they have very similar body plans. Oh, or like how different species will evolve to look to, to be this specific type of species. Because yeah. it's like the pinnacle... It's basically crab evolution. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. Everything is just evolving to become a crab. Yeah. That, that's, uh-huh. that, that's like the evolutionary theory. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, sauropods have a similar body plan to like elephants, even though they're not at all related. Yeah, like there's like there's like insects or, or something or some sort of sea fish yeah. that... Ne- was that like way back then way back then well sea fish i know it's, it's just it's just it's just it's just redundant it's it's like it's like kid there's there's fish beyond the sea yes there's also the there's also the desert fish there's flying birds kids apparently in the star wars universe there's flying fish but that's besides the point but but uh that's I mean, we do have flying fish on earth yeah what, what are you talking what are you talking about do, do we we do yeah. What? No way! Never you're heard of a flying fish? No, you're lying to me. You're lying. They don't I'll show actually it to you fly. <laughs> but <laughs> they glide along of the, the uh, in the air to get away from predators. By the way, what the fuck? No, <laughs> this is not a thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Okay, no, 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 besides the point. But apparently, there's like a you know, not sea fish, but fish yeah. that have evolved. <laughs> From uh, that evolved prehistorically, and now there are crabs or something like that. Mm. And now there's and crabs just evolved into being more crab-like. Yeah. So eventually, so it's the same concept with the Tegruda and the Twi'lek. Yeah, you're just evolving into this specific type of species because everything will eventually evolve into a specific type of species. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at least that's the theory. I don't know if that's true or not. Which is also kind of a curious phenomenon because a lot of alien races in the Star Wars universe are humanoid, so they could be convergent evolution at work or it could have been the celestials handiwork who knows well the thing is that's like also out there in the galaxy in our real life galaxy we never met life out there no. there most likely is life out there we just haven't met it but if there is life out there it's most likely true that they probably like that some of them might look way different from us but there's bound to be like a couple that look extremely similar to humans probably yeah It'll probably take a thousand years or so to find that out for sure, but... You know. We're never going to meet the aliens. We'll no. die before that. <laughs> we'll be 90 by the time we meet the aliens. Um, we will... No, we'll be dead. Yeah, we'll probably be dead. Anyway, um, back to the point. The Montrails, they're hollow, and they're kind of used as a uh, echolocation device. It's their with, horns on top of their head. Yeah, it's their horns, but I'm also including their head tails. Oh, excuse me. Um... And it basically produces ultrasonic sounds, which detects objects around them up to 82 feet, by the way. Nice. So they're basically like land dolphins. So the the tentacles, not tentacles on their head, but like the the, the head horns basically sense like things around you. Yes. Think of like a, a 
daredevil or like a submarine right yeah. with like its radar there is one example of that that they do show in the clone wars yeah you mentioned that a couple of episodes ago i think yeah when the when <laughs> sidious captures the younglings yeah Oh my god! Ahsoka uses her mantras to to locate the babies. I just realized, you know Hunter from Bad Batch? Oh yeah, yeah. He's completely useless compared to- <laughs> No, no, no. Could you imagine Hunter? Oh, like, his name's Hunter, right? Yeah. Is it Hunter? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Hunter just goes on a Togruta planet. He's like, don't worry. I can sense the things around you. It's like, we can all do that. We, we can do that too. We can all do that, dumbass. We can all do that. Oh, poor Hunter. <laughs> poor Hunter. It's like, it's like, it's don't. The skills of a Togruta. Don't worry. I can sense everything around me. It's like, no, Hunter's useless. Why didn't you just hire Togruta for this shit? <laughs> but anyway, um, so the Montrails and the Headtails on the Togruta don't fully develop until they're adolescent. So they're like, Tiny little baby little head tentacles. You can see that arms. when Plo Koon gets Ahsoka. Yeah, and uh, I think there's a, another named Togruta named Ashla, who's one of the Padawans that uh, is in episode two. One. Yeah, she's, she's the little tiny one. Yeah, she's a little tiny one. Oh, by the way, um, when Ahsoka was hiding during uh, the aftermath of War 66, she named herself Ashla to hide the front of the authorities. Ah. Which is ironic because Ashla is the uh, the aspect of the light side. Think of like uh, the avatar of the light side. Its name is Ashla. Well, that fits Ahsoka. Well, no one's gonna read into names in Star Wars. Sometimes they might just be like, "Oh, okay, that's weird." But well, yeah. while doing my own research, Ashla was actually supposed to be Ahsoka's name. Yeah. It was. I, I did see a sketch on Google Images about the. Um, you know, prototype art for Ahsoka. Some of the concept art for yeah, a, concept art. yeah, some of the concept art for like Star Wars characters, like especially like Ahsoka in general, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, did you know Anakin actually was like one of the concept arts had him wear it, like in this? And George Lucas like looked at it. Yeah. It was um, it was a picture of uh, who's the actor who plays Anakin? Uh, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen with a fucking mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> and no, no, and you look at it, and it's like God. No. Damn, dude, he's he's in the '80s phase. It's like it's like no, no, he's like in his Napoleon Dynamite phase. It's like it's like Obi Wan. Can I date like Padme? It's like no, Anakin, you cannot. You want to me my power? Oh lord! No, like some of the concept art is wild though. Like Ahsoka's like weird horn things were much shorter or way longer in some of them. She had so, a little pigtail in the back. Yeah, she had like a little pigtail in the back. Other other times, like she was like, <coughs> it was really strange. Like, I think like one of them had only having her had her like had one lightsaber. I can only imagine her having two. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, in, in their defense, Ahsoka does did only have one lightsaber like the first two to three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. One of them had them had her wearing like the Jedi robe thing, but it's just like it's like so odd because you've never seen her do that. So yeah. like yeah. <laughs> anyway, um It's still but... questionable the way they dress her for a few seasons. Oh I know, I know. It's like it's like and Why then, is she no, wearing a tube top? No, it's like it's like have you seen the Tyler One meme? It's like when you realize Ahsoka's age and it's like This is questionable <laughs> <laughs> No, especially since like Especially since they age slower, it's like very questionable, questionable decisions, my my guy. This is. So, uh, we were talking about fan service earlier. Yo, she's a minor. Minor? No. no, she's a minor. She's wrong. I know. Rebels Ahsoka, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, so many fan <laughs> Hey yo. I'm get into that no, 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 no. 
No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Anyway, steering back on topic. Um, so the stripes on the Togruta's headtails and Mondrails can become much more radically colored after intense activity, which could be their equivalent of getting a red face, basically. So blushing? Yes. Huh. Or, you know, just working out really hard and you get, like, red in the face and all like that. Like, flushed. Oh, interesting. So, if you, like, uh, flustered a Togruta in any way, and you see their stripes change color... Like, into yeah. what color? Red or something? It would... I, I can I, imagine, like, if it was red stripes, it would be darker. The, the color would probably become more vibrant. Yeah. I think it would just be unintentional, too. Like, if a human and a Togruta interacted... And like one, and like one of them, like, and a human made like a tutor to like you know have like that weird tentacle yeah. like you know thing. It would be unintentional. It was like, huh? Are you okay? Did your did like did are you hurt? Are you charging up a beam? Are you? Are you <laughs> no, dude. No, no. If I interacted with an alien and an alien started doing things that I didn't know, like humans blush, right? Yeah. But if an alien like blushed by I don't know like vibrating violently, I'd be like, you're having <laughs> like, seizures. Yeah, I'd be very confused. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so, just like we are on Earth, the Togruta are predators of their homeworld, and they have very sharp canine-like teeth, which they use to uh, kill a small rodent-like creature called a Fimeers, and they basically bite onto its spinal cord, killing it instantly. Now they could just stab it, but okay, fair enough. But even after that, they still feast on the rodent creature as it, you know, does its death spasms. But why? Why not just kill? Okay. They're carnivores. That's yeah, why. carnivores and, you know, they're very tribalistic kids. They, they never seem that way in the series. They always seem very, like, peaceful-like and very civil to me. Well, it's a quote-unquote kid show. Yeah. This is, this is the stuff that uh, <laughs> people don't want you to know about Um, This gave the impression to outsiders that they were actually venomous when not but it's not like the Takruda are going to say no we're not venomous because I think they have a little bit of a sense of humor of seeing off-worlders be like oh venomous Takruda get away from me damn dude I thought these no were... it, it provides a bit of fear but they also respect no so I thought like, I, I don't th want to get bit I thought these people were like vegan pizza thin crust eaters no no, no, no. <laughs> turns out they're Chicago style meat lovers yeah. <laughs> nope they aren't hippies they're meat eating hippies yep Damn. Damn, son. <laughs> Never heard of a meat-loving meat hippie before. Damn. I love I love eating rats. Oh, yeah. Um, they so we, we like, fan art of just, like, this Togruta just violently ripping the spinal cord yeah. off this fucking rat. I, I remember I was doing research, and apparently there's, like, a uh, novel where Ahsoka's researching her race, and she's like, okay, so they... Uh, kill little rodents and they have a venomous bite i'm not anything like that <laughs> she probably got so confused yeah it's like what the hell <laughs> um they also have far better eyesight than the <laughs> humans quote being able to see objects immensely far away from them that would be too remote for any human to see so i imagine they have like eagle vision basically it's surprising that they're not a like completely force sensitive race because that though all those natural abilities combined with the force could make someone very very unstoppable. My question is like how hybrid because there was an episode on this. There was like an episode where like a clone went rogue and then he married a Togruta, no, I think. No, no, he married a uh, Twi'lek. 
Yeah. Okay. Twi'leks can easily <laughs> and, make hybrids. And then, yeah. like, they had kids, and I don't know how, like, the because the, the, the Twi'leks have special properties with their tentacle things, yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know how it would work, and, like, yeah. with, like, I don't That's know. That's kind of the uh, new canon thing. Like, Twi'lek and humans are genetically compatible, which wasn't the case in Legends, but... I mean, a majority of race find the Twi'lek like, attractive, so I'm not going to complain. Do a majority of, like, humanoid, like, species, are, are they able to, like, just, like, have kids or something? Maybe. It, I, I think it has to depend on what race you're actually trying to mate with. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, a human mating with a Durles? I don't know how that would work. Well, yeah, that yeah. Would probably not. <laughs> well, no, but, like, you have, like, a Zabrak, which is just, like, literally, they're just... They're hu- humanoid. They're, they're humanoid. No, they're just humans with, like, a couple horns on their head or something. And, uh, I think... Another heart. They have two hearts. Yeah. What? They have two hearts? No yeah. fucking way. You're lying. No Denver way. had two hearts. That's, how did he fucking die? <laughs> this motherfucker. No, no. This motherfucker was like, eh, I got shot on my shoulder, and he's running and gasping for air. I'm like, you have two hearts, motherfucker. You shut your mouth. <laughs> no one can ever say he's heartless. He had too. Much. He's he's too heartful. <laughs> but but that's besides the point. But like, because no, like we we get into like weird stuff in Star Wars where. Like the pure blood Sith were like a mixture of like Sith and, and like this and human, yeah. and human to create this hybrid of like really I strong. Think it's also, it's not like they made it in the normal way; they were alchemically hybrid. Oh, so they're like lab babies, yeah, okay? Basically, um, a bit off topic, but what? No, a bit off topic, but that's the point of this episode of uh, the podcast, anyway. Um, so let me get into a little bit of their culture. Um, but Degruta, as a race, have a strong sense of unity and togetherness, which is a natural evolutionary trait. Like, like for us humans, you we are a herding animal, so to speak. We always want to be with other humans. We're very social creatures. We are very social creatures. It's the same thing with the Tegruta, Um which is, like I said, an evolutionary trait because... A lot of predators on their homeworld of Shili love traveling in groups, and you obviously don't want to be alone against an entire pack of animals that want to hunt you down. Yep. Yeah. Um, and one such creature that commonly hunt the Tegruda is the Ackle, which is described as a large, orange, fur-covered creature. Yes, I faced this during my research. She was like, what the fuck is it? Yeah, it... It basically says, oh, it's an orange-covered predator-like creature. Like, okay, is it a, a mammal? Is it a reptile? I'm thinking it's something like a tiger. Yeah, it's, for uh, for all intents and purposes, it's just, think of a Nexu. I, it said, I even said in the Wikipedia, it's like a Nexu. For context, kid, you remember the cat-like animal from episode two that tried to claw at me? Oh, yeah, that thing? Yeah, that thing, but with orange colors. So those, those things are on their planet, then? Yeah. Basically. So wait, are, so the Tegruta are mainly hunters rather than scat, yes. rather yes. than... They're very well hunters. Yeah. So they don't really gather, then? They, well, they... mean, they're probably omnivores, but they're mostly hunter-gatherers, I think. Okay. But anyway, um, so the Agco is one of the only animals on their entire home world that the Tegruta actually because they actually like devastate a bunch of villages wherever they go, just like a lot of times. They're like the emu in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and 
hunting down an atoll was considered a very dangerous task, and their teeth are favored as trophies that are used in traditional necklaces and headdresses, which you can actually see in both Ahsoka and Shakti. I was gonna say, wait, did, did, Shakti's headdress. Wait, wait, did she did she actually kill one or like? Yeah. Wait, I, wait, I, wait, 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 Ahsoka I killed a but it is part of a coming of age yeah. ritual. Wait, wait, what age do they kill this thing? Probably 16, 17. No fucking <laughs> way. No, 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 because she was in the Jedi Order when she was 14 years old. Yeah. Like, no, well, she was she was taken in as Anakin's pupil when she was 14. Yeah. And then she was, like, probably indoctrinated by the Jedi when she was, like, even younger. So there's no way she could have killed one as, like, a ceremony because she was already in the Jedi Order. Anakin probably brought her to Shalee. It's just, 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 okay to just to do the ceremony, I guess? Like, I, uh, it's kind of an interesting phenomenon because, as we all know, Jedi are kind of self-righteous assholes, you know? Oh, yeah. But, uh, I think the, uh, for certain races, they do make exceptions, like Chaoti Mundi. Of course, Chaoti Mundi is the prime example of that. Yeah, yeah, Chaoti Mundi has, like, four he has a harem. five wives on his own He planet. has a harem. Yeah, he has, he has a legit harem. Oh, is he that big, like... Yes, yeah, the he's the Anakin. asshole. Yeah, he's like, he's like, Anakin, uh, why are you sad that your mom is dead? Uh, well, I don't know, asshole. Why, why are you so angry that you have a fucking dickhead? <laughs> but he's a conehead. I know. He's a Fucking asshole. But point is, his race is the Shurian race. They are basically endangered, which is basically why the Jedi uh, made an exception with Chaotic Mundi, because they need to repopulate Ka- Mundi. Anakin, why are you sad that your mom is dead? What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I think it's also when kind I, of... Ironically, he got attached to his own kids. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, it's like, I have kids. I, I love my children. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dick. Oh man, it'll be a fun episode once we eventually talk about K.M. Oh, fucking, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, 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 not, not, not his species. His species are fine. His species yeah. are probably really good people. It's just Keanu Mundi, Mundi himself, his fucking assholishness. Yeah, there's one YouTuber called Getsies who basically outright calls him a sociopath. He is! I see that. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Kano Moody is his own. Oh, yeah. And, and in that 2D Clone Wars cartoon, wasn't he very concerned about, like, Shakti's health when yeah. she was, like, you know, when she was, like, almost got killed by, like, yeah. And she actually looks very beautiful in the 2D. Oh, yeah. No, no, like, 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 no emotion, my ass. No connection, my ass. Yeah. This, this asshole is like, oh, no, Shakti, you're injured. And then he saw Space Shaggy. Yeah, that's what they call him. Because, no, he is Space Shaggy. Yeah, like, he's like, he's like, no, Padawan, no. He was like, he was reaching yeah. out. Like, like, he was, he was like, concerned about his Padawan dying as his, as Shaggy got fucking crushed. And he sees all his pupils and all his partners get fucking ripped apart and, like, you know, just killed. And he's like, actually concerned. No emotion, my ass. This guy's just a dick. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, point is, Keanu Moody will be his own episode one day. Oh no, we're making this like the Keanu Moody roast fest. <laughs> but, as I said before, kind of like with the Syrians, I think it's also an exception for the Tegruda, because that uh, hunting of the Akko is a very important ceremony, because I think only an individual Tegruda goes out to hunt yep. the Akko, because um, they, they see a, like, the Wearing the teeth as the Agol as a sort of trophy, sort of speak. Like, yes, I conquered this dangerous enemy. Like, if you ever see a non-Tegruda wear an Agol, it's most likely they just bought it off of a Tegruda. Or probably stole it. Yeah, because 
for Togruta. You, you're not allowed to wear that kind of jewelry unless you kill the apple yourself. Anyway, um... So, the Togruta live in very small tribes in forest valleys, always staying up in the, the canopies out of reach of most predators. Kind of like the Ewoks on Endor. Yep, nope. <laughs> but due to their safety in numbers, mentally, the Togruta do see individualism as an abnormal trait within their culture. But they do admit that it's a very important quality of, among leaders and all that. Because, you know, like, why don't you want to be in our culture? That's suicide because all the animals are also together. That's suicide. I mean, I, I actually don't really disagree with them on this. Yeah, it seems fair. as though, like, you know, it's like, it ta- like I think it's more like uh, the idea of, like, you know how, have you, have you ever heard, like, the quote, like, it takes a village to raise a kid? Yeah. It, it's like the idea comes from, like, you know. Uh, the, I, I don't, the unity, the togetherness. Yeah, like, you're together, you, like, because the thing is, like, humans are social creatures. Yeah. So it would be, it would be kind of like, you know, the Togruta are probably social creatures, too. Yeah. It would be kind of odd not to want to have friends, not want to, like, like you know, there's a person who makes you food. There's a person who, who does your tailoring. There's a person who makes you jewelry. There's, like, this sense of, like, sense of, uh, that you're building a community together for your each, for each other's happiness. I don't know if it's technically canon, but in my research, I did see part of culture, it, this is probably fan-based or headcanon, but... Nursing to grew to mothers would all nurse the young, so you couldn't tell what youngling belonged to who. Well, like I think I think it's more like I think it's more like um individually like they would like you you can become your own person. You should probably do your own thing eventually, and you know live the life that you wish to live and yeah. want to do the things that you that make you happy. But I think it's more like why would you want to actively be alone and not live in a part of the community in a way if it benefits you and benefits everyone else i think and i think that is odd behavior too like like have you ever just met like a human like an actual human being like of our species who is just like i don't want to be part of society community general events or any sense of gathering whatsoever i've never met such a person i met like introverts before but like even mega introverts yeah but no but even they like participate they're like yeah i work i I do this all introverts yeah no no i'm an extrovert well i'm no i'm an extrovert (laughs) i'm an introvert but i still you know like contribute to society best i can yeah Yeah, like we have community like yeah like we're more isolated now because we don't really have a sense of community anymore um yeah i I think that's actually very healthy for the tugruda i i don't i don't i think individualism is more but i think but but like to be a leader you you need to have like individualism because you're making the hard choices well yeah yeah yeah, but like you also need like a reason as to why and the main reason is going to be the people around you you know Anyway, um, and the Degruda value their connection to nature, believing that the land is spiritually connected to them in, in many different aspects. Like, they respect the circle of life. Like, um, things need to die naturally. We need to uh, continue serving nature. They're kind of like the, the, uh, the witches of Dothamir in that regard, where they live amongst the land and not, uh, you know, use. They don't have big. Dis- they don't have big, ugly cities. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that's my that's my main issue with uh. I did see in my research as well. They don't wear shoes to be con- more connected to nature. Yeah. So yeah, they don't wear shoes, but they also don't cover their mon trails because they're 
literally disconnecting them from the land they walk on or the air that they breathe in and all that. I, I do think, like, uh, what was I about to say? Go on, sorry, I'm trying to yeah, remember. Yeah. Um, both um, because of their connectedness to nature. Um, well, okay, let me get to that in a little bit. The, Met- the Tegruda as a race have a very below average metachlorian count, but despite that, and or more rather, but because of their connection to nature in such an extreme regard, in both lifestyle and their culture and all that, they are not all Tegruda are force sensitive, but a good majority of them are force sensitive. Well, my, my question is, is like, you know, these, you say they're spiritual to connect to nature and yeah. stuff. What if like, would they consider like a droid that is sentient that can feel pain and happiness and all that other stuff? Would they consider them people at like at all? I don't know. I mean, they are clearly synthetic beings that don't, you know, feel the ways that you and I can, or can literally have a sense of touch like you and I can. Yeah, so. but like. Humans and Tegruda can't feel the same things either. Like, humans don't have, like, a radar system. We can't experience that, you know? Yeah, that is true. That's, uh, I... Yeah, this is one of the aspects I wish Star Wars, uh, delved more into. No, because, like, Ahsoka likes R2-D2. Yeah. Like, she genuinely cares about some droids Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like, Anakin had droids she genuinely cared about that she considered, like, you know, actual people or friends. So, but she wasn't, she she was raised like a Togruta for quite a bit of time, yeah. I guess, but not too much. She yeah. was a Doctor Jedi Order. But well, we are going to see more of baby Ahsoka in Tales of the Jedi. But I, do, I don't know if, like, if the Togruta themselves would consider, like, droids people or not, because it's, they have, like, Maybe this... Maybe on Shili, they wouldn't consider them as people, but obviously off-world Togruta would Probably. people. Um, which is what I'm going to, another aspect I'm uh, but Tegruda, as a race, as I said, they have a special connection with the Force, which is why a wide majority of Tegruda that you see off-world are most likely a member of the Jedi Order, like Soka, Shakti, so on and so forth. But even uh, Ashara. I, I think we only see Ahsoka and Shakti. Do we well, see any other Tegruda? Yeah, there are others. There is one example in the Old Republic, which is Ashara Zavros, yes. and her ancestor, Kalatosh. Yeah, who is a Sith Lord. He was a Sith Lord. Yeah. <laughs> a Sith Lord? <laughs> Sith Lord Tegruda? He's one of the spirits that you nom on as the Sith Assassin. Yep. And it's also kind of an interesting phenomenon, because as I mentioned, the Tegruda don't have a high metachlorian count, but regardless, a good majority of them are Force-sensitive. Um, which also comes into the idea, like, metachlorians, a lot of people are like, oh, metachlorians, that's the only thing that makes you Force-sensitive. Not necessarily in every case. There's the rock that you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, the shark. Yeah, yeah, the, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who's a literal <laughs> fucking rock. We'll attempt, uh, eventually talk about the shark in their own episode, but I think it's also like, uh, like the Tegruda, they live amongst the land, they connect with Mother Nature and all that, and are very spiritual, um, you also see that with, uh, with Plo Koon's race, uh, with Baron Dull and all that. They are very spiritual, which grants them a special connection to the Force and see visions and shit. And it's also, ironically, the same case with the Sith as a race, because, well, they're born on Korriban, which is a massive nexus of the dark side of the Force. 
So I think it's also like uh, where you're born and what your culture is that that defines if you are a high force sensitive compared to others. Hmm. Which I think is a really cool aspect of the force. It's not just midichlorians. Um, but despite this spiritualism, um, I want you guys to keep in mind that the Degruda uh, respect the lands, but as we all know, Mother Nature is cruel. Well, yes. Yeah. Yep. We, we know this. And <laughs> She is my ex-girlfriend, as you know from Prina. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, and the Degruda, um, like every... Like, like you said before, it takes an entire village to feed a kid. Um, but what happens if a member of that village, like, can't contribute to the village? Um, basically, you have situations like this. Oh, shit! I have fallen, and I can't get up, and I've broken my ankle! Oh, god damn it, Grandma. Alright, see you later! Have fun getting devoured by- Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck?! I hate old people, but not this much. Jesus Christ! This is taking boomer boomerism too far. Survival of the fittest. No, no, this is not okay. That's not okay. That is so messed up in so many different ways. Oh yeah, that but is to, very but messed up. Are not a very good people. I mean, it is barbarism from the outside. But they are a tribal society. Society. Who <laughs> live amongst the land. Well, no, like even like. But there were, like, tribes on Earth that still, like, they would never send their elders to die. They would just leave them in, like, the tents or something like that. Or make them into shaman leaders. They would never just kill their leader. Oh, my God. They're just like, okay, if you survive, that's cool, but... Bye-bye. Exiling your people to... Well, what if, like... Do they not value, like, mental capacity? Like, what if you're smart? Like, it's like, yeah, I can't contribute, like, you know, because I can't move, but what if you're smart? What if you... Well, Mother Nature doesn't give a shit. What, what, what do you mean? Well, of I course... Mean, if a fucking deer broke its ankle and it's trying to catch up to the herd, but if a herd stays to allow the uh, deer to catch up with them, then that means they get... No, no. Well, well, what, what, what if like one of them is like a doctor, and he's like, "Oh, I, I broke both my legs, and I can't really be a doctor anymore because my hands are shaking." Well, but, but no, no, no. Why? But he still has like knowledge. He still has like he still knows how to teach them. Is, is that just not worth something in their culture? Like, what the fuck? I think it's also a fact that uh, if you're a doctor of the Tegruda, then why the fuck would you be on a hunting expedition? Well, no, it's not that you would be on a hunting expedition. It's that you just can't be a doctor anymore because of your physical condition. But you still have the knowledge to teach the future generation about doctoring. I did see a cool headcanon the, that the females were the, hunter, the hunters, like lionesses, and the males stayed back to watch children and protect the villages I because they have that. bigger montrails. I'm not sure if... Yeah, that's probably a head cannon because I don't remember. It that. makes sense though. Well, also, it's like it's like oh my god, it's like you're going to just send like the elderly and people who are injured or just decrepit out there to suffer and die, and also have families be torn apart just because they can't move because they got crippled. What the fuck, guys? That's another reason why a lot of Tugruda don't make it to old age. Oh my god, what is wrong with... Okay, I shouldn't say these people, That's but... That's why they don't have an old age. Yep. Oh my god, this is... this is That's horrible. Yep. They are not... Well, okay, I say they're not great people, but... 
It's not, very barbaric, it's but very barbaric. from their point of view, it makes sense. Yeah. And I, I don't care. I don't care from their perspective. I care about my perspective. <laughs> well, despite this, the Takruda, as I mentioned before, are very fierce hunters and warriors when the time called for it, doing whatever it took to protect their families from outside threats, and they valued the idea of teamwork. Jesus Christ. This kind of goes back to that uh, leaving behind the weak. No, no. Like, if you have a weak cog in the machine, then... They're basically a liability to your entire tribe. What? What the fuck? What? What else are you doing? Like, why are you fighting for your tribe if your tribe would do something so messed up to someone who contributed something to your tribe in the first place? Isn't the point of having a tribe so you can protect your people? Isn't it so you can protect the weak and help them eventually when they get too weak to protect them? Well, what? What is this? This seems very <laughs> counterintuitive. This just seems like it's like you. I only protect you f as long as you're useful and as long as you're like. You know, you do something, but the second you're useless, oh no, you're worthless. Yeah. God, so messed up. <laughs> but there are probably outliers. In no, no, and it's, a, it's also messed up because it's like this idea of like, oh, we're a community, we're family, we should love each other, we, we're social creatures, we need to talk to each other. Yet you actively leave behind people who can't defend themselves because what? What if you're born with like a defect, like not defective, but born with like a, a disability? What if you're just born without a leg? What if you're just born with no eyes? Like, Christ, what is wrong with you? Oh my God. <laughs> Ancient Rome. Yep. That's what the Spartans would do. We yeah. babies got left to the eagles. Yep, exactly. This is um, fucked up. This is <laughs> fucked up. No, this is <laughs> fucked up. All right, let me get back to the more sweet <laughs> No, no, you, you can't sugarcoat this. <laughs> this, is, this is fucked up. Uh, so, for most Agruda that find themselves off-world, um, because of their, uh, you know, sense of community and all that, they always, any individual Agruda can always ease themselves into any culture or species that they come across. Like, maybe a Agruda comes across, say, a Twi'lek, for example. They basically become friends at that point, because basically, becoming alone is suicide for yeah. De Yay, depression! Yay, depression. <laughs> Literal. It's like I will leave behind the weak. You, you, your family. You're, you're, you're my friend. Oh, you can't move. Fuck you. But, <laughs> but, but the second. But, but I love them. Ah, he's fucked up. <sighs> I know it seems a little bit two faced, but Ahsoka is not that kind of Zagruda. Well, well, yeah, she was raised differently in like yeah. the Jedi like culture. Um, and the Tegruda as a race do have one colony, which is on the nearby world of Kiros, and unlike the main Tegruda, they're basically pacifists who, um... Satine would fit in perfect! <laughs> exactly. Um, so, the, 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 the Kiros... Wait, 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 this, this, this is counterintuitive, like... No, no, I gotta go back to that point. I gotta go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but, but that's fucked up, and this is also the reason why. What about kids? Like, kids can't defend themselves. They're kind of useless when they're children. Well, okay, for, the exception for the kids, because if you obviously leave a kid to the wilderness, then you're losing an integral member, of future integral member of your tribe. You're losing integral members no matter what! You're losing intelligent people! You're losing people that can offer something besides fucking hunting! You goddamn sane-minded people! God! They are hunter-gatherers, kid. Do keep that in mind. 
Anyway, um, so I'm in Kiros. It's home to around 50,000 Togruta, who, like I said before, practice pure pacifism, and they liked weapons of any kind and pursued art in complete openness with nature. So they're basically the woke versions of the Togruta. <laughs> Woo for woke. <laughs> <laughs> um, though, in the, this is in a Clone Wars episode, by the way. Though this act of pacifism was taken advantage of by Count Dooku, who basically led an invasion of battle droids to abduct all 50,000 colonists to sell to the Zygerians. So that's that episode. Yep. And I was I was curious as to why they wore shoes. Because in the character designs, most of the females wear shoes. Well, like I said, they are the woke versions of the Takruda. Yeah. <laughs> Woo for woke. <laughs> um, they still have very pretty character designs, though, for the females. Yeah. Um, there's not a there's not official architecture of... I don't even know if they have architecture on Chile, but apparently on Kuros, they do have relatively good architecture, but as I look at them, they kind of... The buildings themselves kind of look like Togruta themselves. That's what they're... That's why. Oh my god! Imagine if we made buildings in the shape of human heads. <laughs> Just like, yeah, this is the fucking ear! You go inside the ear, you and you and you and you go outside its butthole. <laughs> but no, but no. Okay, okay. This is a quick rant, a non sequitur. This is not. This is not connected to the Degruda right now. But, but hold on, hold on. Just listen to me out. Okay, okay. hear me out. Why is it that every animal and alien race always has it where like the men are these buff, disgusting monsters, <laughs> but but all like the women are like hot or something? No, 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 no. Like this is why I like birds. Because birds, like when you look at a fucking, like like a male peacock, that's just beautiful. Yeah, the, the, a male peacock the is beautiful. Birds of paradise. Yeah, when you look at birds, like birds, the males are fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And the females are ugly. Yeah, why can't I be pretty? No, 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 no. Why can't, why can't dudes be pretty? When I look at fucking like, like any fucking woman in any fucking species or, or like animalistic culture or some shit, it's always like, it's like all the men are like hairy and gross and fucking festering and stank and wretch and shit and then you have the females like glowing it's like what the fuck i want to glow i want feathers give me golden feathers give me golden feathers baby i i i wouldn't mind being a fucking male togruta yeah feed me woman yes no hunt for me i will take care of the kids i don't want to fucking die yes i i guess i'll take care of our kids god i have issues yeah you do clearly have issues that's why it was a Mon Calamari, not a Togruta. No, I should have picked a Togruta. <laughs> then I could be then I could be taken care of by big strong Togruta woman. Well, Togruta Mills! You broke your leg, though. Wait, 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 it's like it's like I broke. It's like it's like it's like it's like darling. I broke my leg. Please, I I need water and I need I need like I need to, I need a doctor. She brings out a fucking hatchet. Oh, I'll give you a doctor. Right? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> go on, go on. But no, why is every single fucking male species on the physical planet and in fiction so gross? It's like it's like it's like oh, even our moans are gross. Like ooh, ooh, nasty. Anyways. Um, so, in legend, there are tribal societies, blah, 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 blah. 
in canon, apparently, I did a little bit of research because there wasn't that much to look upon. Um, yes, we canon, don't expand in canon. Yeah. Um, in the in canon, the Degruda are much more technologically advanced compared to the tribal society of legends. Um, they have a matriarchal system, a matriarchal government led by a queen that held the title of Supreme Huntress of the United Tribes, um, which also has its own military along with a, you know, a fleet, a guard, and intelligence service. Which I kind of think defeats the purpose of a Tegruda because, you know, they're very tribalistic and they want to, you know, live their own lives. They can still be tribal, but still have a queen. Yeah, they can. Um, and it's that the tribal aspect that makes them more connected to the force. And I feel like if their entire society isn't tribalistic, then they're basically not that important in regards to the force and all that. Imagine making buildings out of the shape of your head. <laughs> God damn, that's some... I mean, they look like the Montreals, which I think are cool. That's like some next level shit right there. Imagine if humans made buildings out of the shape of their bodies. <laughs> like, I mean, no, 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 like, no. It, there's it, Mount Rushmore. Well, no, no, that, that doesn't count. What I'm, ta- I'm not talking about statues. We're not talking about just like, you know, like sites. Yeah. We're talking about literal like skyscrapers or houses. It's like, yes, I would like to go to the skyscraper in the shape of... Of uh of George Lopez's dong. This is this is very nice. <laughs> anyway, um, and also the Tegruda do have their own language. It's called Tegruti, of course. Um, there's not too much on it in legend. That's basically there. Um, in canon, however, there are several official phrases that they say. Um, there's two of them, by the way. There's I. Uh, you're gonna butcher this. I, I apologize. <laughs> this is like saying a fictional alien language. Tara Makran Numran which is May the Force Guide Your Path. And Tara Satan Kiram Minran Durak, May the Force Bring You Home. Interesting. Those are the only instances of a Tagruti language. Tegruti is the equivalent of calling American, like rather than saying English, you just say Americanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now to a little bit of their history, and just like everything else in the, in the society and culture, there's not a whole lot. Um, Shili has been a member of the Republic since it was discovered back in 25,000 before the Battle of Yavin, which is for context. Exactly 53 years after the founding of the Republic. So they were, are a relatively new member of the Republic at the time. Um, Shili has been a member... I already said that. Um, they did develop a high... I already said that. Um, there was at one point during the, the Great Galactic War where they did have an uprising, but they were pacified by a, a, a man by the name of Briseus Kelron who was a Grand Admiral of the uh, Sith Empire back in the uh, Swator era of Star Wars, by the way. Um, though the most, as I mentioned before, but Tegruda's most noteworthy contribution is all of their members to the Jedi Order. A lot of Tegruda go to the Jedi Order. And a lot of them are female, apparently, but there are male Tegruda that go to the Jedi Order, but female are the most populous. I guess this is Hannah. This is probably why you say that you think they're hunters and stuff because they're the ones that are like getting like accepted to the Jedi Order to fight the most. Mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Granted, that's just headcan, but yeah. it's what I accept as head as canon. Yeah. Um, 
What would Togruta arm to common across the galaxy like, for example? Humans, Twi'leks, and Durls, they do have a couple of notable members, uh, outside of the Jedi Order, too. Um, uh, as we know, Ahsoka is one example. Um, but one of the earliest members that joined the Jedi Order was a, was a Togruta by the name of Rana Tay, who was one of the few examples of an individualistic extreme of a Togruta. Um, she's described as untamed and intense, and intense mostly because she was the victim of numerous nightmares and throbbing headaches due to her intense connection to the Force. Um, I mean, look at this woman. She is horrifying. Ugh. She looks terrifying. Oh my god. <laughs> Ugh. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, she is fucking horrifying. Um, but after a Going to the Jedi Order and going to a certain Jedi Master, she's able to control her senses and all that. And it didn't exactly alleviate her intense nature, but she's a lot better than she used to. So she's calm now. Well. Somewhat. Somewhat. However, um, let's see. She became a member of a Watch Circle, which is a part of a Jedi Covenant, which is a subsection of the Jedi Order, but I'll get that in its own episode. She basically served as a Jedi seer. Seers are like, you know, seeing the future and all that. No, no, it's it's the clothes shop. Seers. <laughs> but yeah, um, this is an entire side story, but I'm going to mention it briefly. So basically, the entire watch circle, their, their entire purpose is to see the future and prevent the rise of the Sith. This is back in the days of the Old Republic, by the way. Um, their, their purpose was to prevent the rise of the Sith by looking through visions and all of the members of the Watch Circle have Padawans. And one day, they all had an individual vision that each one of their, that a member of their Padawan Circle uh, stroke them, st- strike them down one by one and eventually turn to the dark side. So naturally, how do they take care of us? Kill the Padawans. They murdered all their Padawans. Wow. <laughs> What? Wow! Wow! Yeah. wow. Yeah. You couldn't just—you couldn't just like I don't know, like le- like put have, them in like a have cell. An intervention. Yeah, you couldn't just have an intervention. Put them in a cell. Warn them. I don't know something. And they are literally witnessing the moment they die. Could you really blame? Yes. Them for being that in- yes, you're killing fucking kids. <laughs> you fucking idiots. Just just uh, put put them in a cell. Just put them in a cell and watch them until like the vi- until like the day of the visions bypass. These are the extremist Jedi, by the way. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. That's like, why they're called the Jedi Covenant. Um, and there's probably some dark side bullshit making them fucking kill their pat. Then they became dark side some shit. Well, she is very intense, as you saw from the image there. So, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Uh, anyway, and then there's, as uh, Hannah mentioned earlier, uh, Ashara Zavros who is a Jedi Knight whose ancestor happened to be a Sith Lord. She's one of the um, third companion characters of the Sith Inquisitor, I think. She is the, I think, the third companion of the Sith Inquisitor. Yeah. Um, And what was it? She joined you because she was disillusioned with the Jedi Order? You can disillusion her or you can convince her to turn you to the light side. Yeah, point is, she, uh... It depends on the choices. Yeah, yeah. But point is, she decides to join you and, uh, help you on your journey while merging the ideas of the Jedi Code with the uh, ideas of the Sith Code and all that. And she becomes your apprentice. Yep. 
Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Um, then, of course, the most famous, uh, aside from Ahsoka, of the Togruta Jedi is Master Shakti. Um, in her entire life, she had two previous Padawans. And uh, me and Hannah always talk about uh, Jedi Masters being like the mother slash father figures for the Padawans. Also, because that's all they know. No, also being fucking fodder. Like, no, look at the fucking Clone Wars cartoon. They're all like fodder. <laughs> they all get fucked up. <laughs> fodder ass. But anyway, she had two previous apprentices. Both of them achieved knighthood, but both of them got killed almost immediately. Aw, oh, damn. I get fucked. <laughs> God damn. I get fucked. But yeah, she is legitimately depressed almost all the time. But despite that, she always keeps her traditions with a Jedi code. Very true. Um, she She's the one who's who was assigned to Kamino to uh, basically be the advisor to make sure that the Kaminoans don't do any uh, <laughs> cruel shit to the clones. As, I, as I've seen her mentioned in fanfiction, she's the clone mom. Yep, she's the clone mom, and she successfully fought off two invasions by the Separatists on Kamino. I mean, she was a commander, not literally the warrior, but she did her part. She's a badass. Yeah. And, let's see. This is kind of a uh, in-universe joke, because Shakti, she's kind of the, uh, the uh, Kenny of Star Wars. She gets killed <laughs> a lot, apparently. Wait, There I... is no canon death for Shakti. Wait, wait, yeah. there, like, she dies, like, what, 17,000 times or something? She died, I think, four times. No, no. And none of them are canon. Like, like, did, like, uh, how do I, how am I forgetting his name? Th- that guy. Grievous. Yeah, she she died to him. No, she 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 died to to him. I think in the in the fucking uh, in the in fucking the cartoon scene. In the yeah, cartoon, yeah. Deleted scene in Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Yeah, in the cartoon, she was like in the hospital. She died, and then no, she didn't die. She's still alive. She okay, survived her first two attempt uh, encounters with Grievous. How many times did she fucking die then? So number one, she got murdered by General Grievous in a deleted scene of Revenge of the Sith. Lightsaber goes to her back. Uh-huh. And then the second time, she's basically chewing out of the Jedi in the Jedi Temple, and Anakin Skywalker stabbing her in the back in the deleted scene. Um, third time, she dies in a vision that Yoda sees, where she gets stabbed in the back with a lightsaber. Well, and, what color was it? Blue. Uh, oh, then that must be it's Anakin. It's probably Anakin. Yeah. And fourth time was by Starkiller. And that's only in a game. But that's not canon. The Starkiller one... Okay, so the, the most canon one would probably be the Anakin death. Yeah. Probably. That or Grievous. Yeah, but... Let, let, let me go off on a tangent for Force Unleashed uh, Shakti, because she's kind of a badass. Um, so... Doesn't so she have, like, a... She has, like, a student, too. Yeah, she has a student who eventually goes to the dark side, but that's its own side thing. Um... She was one of the few survivors of Order 66, and she went off to Volusia, which is the jungle world and all that. Um, and Starkiller was sent to go murder her ass, and Vader is all like, you need the full power of the dark side to defeat her, my apprentice. And Shakti did put up a pretty good fight against Starkiller, and she didn't tech, and I must state, she didn't die by Starkiller's hand. She was all like, you are Vader's slave, but your power's wasted with him. You could do so much more. And, you know, she's surveying, like, poor boy. The Sith always betrayed one another. And she basically sacrifices herself instead of Star Killer. Sacrifice. She kills herself. 
No? She didn't kill herself. Hmm. She, she, uh, oh, I said she killed herself. She dropped herself into the Sarlacc that they were fighting next to it. Whoa! 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 It would be a pain, well, not a painless death, but it would be painful, but then you die. Yeah. Become a forest ghost. Going in the Starlight Pit, you suffer for, like, hundreds of years. Well, she didn't go into the Starlight Pit. She, like, exploded into into light, apparently. But, yeah, she threw herself into the Starlight Pit before exploding into light. She probably became one with the Force. Yeah. Why not just go out with a bang? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I mean, she technically. She no, no. Into white light. Please try to fucking kill your opponent. God. <laughs> Shakti can't do nothing right. Dot com. God damn. Dot net. Oh man. And anyway. <laughs> Any <laughs> other examples? So outside of the Jedi Order, there's uh, there's during the days of the Old Republic in the Mandalorian Wars, there is Garm Barum, who is a uh, Mandalorian field marshal of the Neo Crusaders. Um. Yes, a lot, a good amount of Tegruda joined the Mandalorians, and this is what he looks like. That's cool. I like his helmet. Yeah, looks kind of Sphinx-like, like like, a, <laughs> like Egyptian style. But yeah, that's the uh, ironic thing. It's like if you play a Nautilin or a Tegruda in the Swator game, you're not allowed to wear helmets of any kind. Of it's animal. bullshit. Yeah, but apparently the Mandalorians are. <laughs> Care more about the aesthetics of their alien races than the game does. Yep. You're not allowed to wear helmets as a fucking Tegruda yeah. or no, a fucking Nautilus. Stupid. Couldn't you just have a helmet that covers the majority of your head except the Montreals or something? Devs don't want to do that. Yeah. They would just cut holes for the Montreals. Yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know, you could just do this thing. Where they put on a mask and then like a bunch of like nano machines start like you know that Tony Stark thing where he puts yeah. something yeah, on his chest and then it cool. and then it nano machines outward. It's like it's, it's not a suit. He just clicks a button and it just grows the suit. Yeah. Why not just do that for the helmet? They put on a mask, they click yeah, it. I don't know, dude. I'm not a game designer, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and aside from that, there's also Alien Law. Who is a captain of a uh, training vessel? <laughs> wait, wait, his, his name is Alien Law. I probably pronounced it that incorrectly. Uh, it's E L L I N. Ellen. Ellen? Alien Law. Wow. Yeah. What, a, what a pun. Yeah. <laughs> and she's the captain of a uh, training vessel called the Wolbegon, which is. Wolbegon! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and she was, you know, doing trading and all that, and her crew happened upon, uh... Oh my god, Alien will be gone. Is that, like, a... Is that, is that, is that foreshadowing? I feel like that's foreshadowing. Yep. So she and her crew go to a certain planet called Baldemnik. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Um, she goes there, you know, to pick up sea life and do all that fun stuff. Um, and she finds a certain stowaway, a, um... A uh, certain immune called Hugo Damas, a.k.a. Darth Plagueis. Oh, shit. Yeah, Darth Plagueis was trying to get off world because, um, you know, he, he was basically there illegally, by the way. Um, <laughs> of course. He's, he's all like, hey, um, take me to my home planet and you will be rewarded richly. And she's all like, I don't know, you seem pretty suspicious. I'm going to consult with my crew because... You know, me and her Tegruda, she values all of her crewmates as equals, basically. And 
they put a vote. Like, do they take the guy into his home world, or do they report him to the authorities? And obviously they reported him to the authorities. Uh, smart. Yeah. And... And Dark Plagueis wasn't happy about that. Murdered <laughs> the entire crew. Oh, wow. Oh, God! <laughs> well, he's going to murder them all anyway. Yep. Wow. Waylian will be gone foreshadowing. <laughs> yep. Ironic. And that's all I have with the Decruta. That was a short episode. We're barely past an hour. Yeah. I Actually, that was pretty generous. I was imagining it being a 40 to 50 minute episode, but yeah. <laughs> it gives me up. Probably would have been without kids' tangents. They yeah. they, could, they they were democratic, except their democra- their democraticness led to their deaths. Yeah. Ironic. Ironic. <laughs> but no, seriously, can like can I just have like I don't know a, like a dummy mommy Togruta who's like my <laughs> wife, where I just like I, I can be stay at home dad. I can cook. I can cook. <laughs> I cook like one dish, but that's about it. I can cook cereal. I can cook cereal. Just this, cereal. just this mon calamari talking to a two like a fucking big tagrilla. Like, no, I can cook. I can cook cereal. I can cook cereal. Anyway, what do you guys uh, think of the tagruta? I like the tagruta. They're one of my favorite races. Yeah, they are pretty cool, and of course, they have a lot of cool members: Ahsoka, Shakti, and. Uh, Shakti. Neo <laughs> Crusader character is pretty cool looking. Ahsoka, Shakti. Ahsoka and Shakti. There are a lot of, actually, now that I remember, there are, are a lot of Tegruta that are part of the Republic military, by the way, as officers and soldiers. And all yeah. That. But anyway, that's its own thing. Um, I do wish, like with the Dothamirians, I do wish they expanded more on Tegruta more. I wish they expanded more on their culture. Yeah. Like, I've seen headcanons of. Like, that they have a pantheon of gods. Like, yeah. their moon symbolizes the gods. Yeah. It's on a, Tumblr. There's a lot of untapped potential that Star Wars. There is so much untapped potential. An entire galaxy of untapped potential. I mean, pe- this is going to be funny. Periods weren't mentioned in a Star Wars book until The Queen's Peril, which came out in 2014! <laughs> wait, wait, what? I'm, yes. Wait, well, I think people just thought it was self-explanatory that periods were a thing. But it was, it was called menstruation, I think, or period, or the cycle. Yeah, like, but, but I think that's self-explanatory. Like, for example, you don't need to, like, let's say you're writing a fantasy book, or in Star or like a Star Wars book, you don't really need to mention that all the characters poop. It's just kind of, <laughs> no, no, it's kind of self-explanatory that, like, all the alien races poop. But it's like, it, but... Or, you know, how they mingle. Yeah, yeah, like, like no, no, yeah, no, 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 like, like it's like, no, it's, it's like, did, did, did I mention that the Tegruta have sex? Yeah, they have sex. Yeah, they have sex. It's like, it's like, you don't need to mention that. Like, we, that's self-explanatory. This is like, this is like, this is like saying, like, oh yeah, did I, know, did I mention that, um, you know, that all the alien races also, um, need to eat? It's like, you know, no, yeah, no shit. That's self-explanatory. We all need to eat. But yeah, um, despite the the lesbian. Uh, research material I had to work with. I did have a lot of fun with Degruda. Um, you guys want to know what... <laughs> Actually, before I go that, um, I obviously know your very strong opinions on Degruda culture with, you know, killing off I mean, besides that, everything else was fine, <laughs> yeah. but goddamn, like, that... When I, I mean, like, it wasn't even just... I don't think it was just killing the elderly, it was, like, killing the disabled. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Very indiscriminate. <laughs> wow. Um, Elderly, die. Disabled, die. 
Oh, you broke your leg? Die. <laughs> Damn, these people are cold. Yep. Yep. So anyway, that's our episode of Can Manage to a Jedi? Or in this case, how many elderly people will the Togruta leave behind? <laughs> Which is all of them. Yep. All right. And I kill we... the men, the women, and the children. <laughs> Anyway, so you guys want to know what uh, our next episode is going to be about? Blue yes. milk. <laughs> blue milk. That was funny. And I was like, yep, blue milk. <laughs> I'll let you guys. Porks. Porg dishes. Porgs. Cooking the porgs. <laughs> anyway, uh, go ahead with your guesses. Fuck. The Duros? Luke Skywalker's bipolar disorder. <laughs> No, he's bipolar. I swear he's fucking bipolar. Alright. So, um, this is Hannah's choice, by the way. Um, I talked about my favorite villain, Cat Bane, and we're going to be talking about another one of Hannah's favorite villains, Grand Admiral Frog. Woohoo! <laughs> Hunt STDs! STDs? <laughs> this is going to be the blue tier episode for sure. Jabba the Hutt's fetish book. <laughs> Expect a lot of simping. Yeah. Wookie cookie cooking. That that's the next episode, right? <laughs> but anyway, um, I hope you guys had a lot of fun with listening to us rant about the Tegruda and all that other fun side stuff. Um, I hope you you guys are having a wonderful Fifth uh, of July. Um, happy Tegruda Tuesday, everybody. You got any closing statements? The odd incest affairs in Star Wars. For some reason, they really like that. I don't know why. No, I'm really. I'm, I'm, that's really weird. That is very. Weird. That's the next episode, right? Anyway, goodbye. Support the Patreon. <laughs>